Coming up on Encouragement Live, the coronavirus has been bad news this year, but David and Jonathan Shibley of Global Advance remind us we can still give thanks. That's ahead on Encouragement Live. Welcome to Encouragement Live, providing biblically-based encouragement and insight on a wide range of practical life issues. Now here's your host, Don Hawkins, author of Master Discipleship Today. Thank you, Steve. And friend, it's good to have you with us on Encouragement Live. Our mission is biblically-based encouragement and insight on a wide range of issues. Tonight, it's a joy to welcome David and Jonathan Shibley. Dr. David Shibley, founder of Global Advance, has been with us on a number of occasions. David, great to have you back. Always a pleasure to be with you, Don. Thank you. And a time for Thanksgiving, and I'd like you to introduce the gentleman to your right who's sitting in studio. Thank you, Don. It's a privilege to do that. This is my son, Jonathan who for the last 10 years has served as president of Global Advance and has taken the ministry to tremendous heights where I either could not or would not have taken it, (laughs) and I am deeply, deeply grateful. So it's a great thrill for me to have Jonathan with us in the studio tonight. Great thing. Jonathan, good to have you along with us tonight. It's wonderful to be here. We've been looking forward to having you in. And, uh, you know, it's interesting. Over the years, I did a live call-in program, Life Perspectives. My wife was uh, the uh, producer and call screener, and all three of my children were involved in that as well, Karen and Donna and Brent. And uh, it's always great to uh, have your kids involved in your ministry and the things that you're doing. I know that's one of the things you're thankful for at this time. Oh, very much so. I, I uh, My heart is overflowing even in this incredibly difficult year. Uh, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, yes. and forever. The gospel hasn't changed. The hope of the gospel I believe Don is shining brighter than ever, and even though we're in a serious situation tonight, country is certainly divided, and uh, not only that, but uh, the pandemic seems to be spiking in, uh, in very pronounced ways, and yet the hope of the gospel and the hope that we have in Christ is uh, wonderful in every dimension, and I'm so thankful that Thanksgiving is coming now this next week because it will give us opportunity to pause and see those things that can never be taken away from us, which includes our relationship with God through Jesus Christ. And we invite you to call us tonight and tell us in advance what you are thankful for. The toll-free number is 855-586-LIFE. That's 855-586-5433, and uh, Thanksgiving is not just a day. In fact, uh, Jonathan, First Thessalonians 5 tells us in everything to give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. That's exactly right. It's interesting you mentioned First Thessalonians 5, because I was actually in that chapter this morning mm. looking at uh, verse 9 that says yeah. that God did not appoint us to suffer wrath, Yes, but he has salvation for us through his son, Jesus Christ. And, and, and that great message of the good news, the gospel, is something that we want to uh, talk about tonight. Maybe some of you have questions about whether or not you have genuinely trusted Christ and have that gift of eternal life. Uh, we would love to to share with you how you can have that assurance. Again, the toll-free number is 855-586-5433, 855-586-LIFE. By the way, if you'd like to know more about the ministry that David founded and Jonathan leads now, 
globaladvance.org. The two words run together, globaladvance.org. And I'm thankful for our team tonight, including Brent and Keith, who are heading up the networks, and Brad and Rodney and Bill and Nikki and Danny and Elizabeth and Mario, all of whom are here with me. Uh, doing the program tonight. Our program is titled Encouragement Live because that's exactly what we want to provide for you is encouragement and insight from a biblical perspective. And these are difficult days, but we nonetheless have a great deal to be thankful for. Again, that number to call, 855-586-5433. We'll be back. Are you hungry to help hurting people but not sure how you can? The Master Life Coach Training Institute can help. We're providing basic online training in a community of faith-based coaches that can provide you with the skills to help others move beyond their challenges and struggles in this most difficult time. Check out our 14-week training program at masterlifecoach.org. That's masterlifecoach.org. The focus is Jesus. The message is the gospel. The task is the Great Commission. Global Advance founder Dr. David Shipley on the focus of his worldwide ministry. Prayer is more important than ever before. These men live in danger, and our teams that go to minister to them are increasingly in danger. To learn more about empowering frontline leaders worldwide, visit globaladvance.org. That's globaladvance.org. And we are with you live on Encouragement Live. I'm Don Hawkins with Jonathan and David Shibley. Uh, David is the founder of Global Advance. Jonathan is the president of Global Advance. And I uh, want to find out a little more about that ministry. And David, you've uh, told us that quite a number of times. So let's turn the mic over to Jonathan. Tell us about the ministry your dad founded. Well, it's such a joy to uh, serve with Global Advance. I've been in 60 nations now, and uh, we're working right now actively in 35 countries. And our new tagline tagline is Igniting Changemakers Worldwide. Mm, love and it. God has strategically positioned amazing men and women who are on the ground working in some of the most difficult areas of the world advancing the gospel in those nations. And David, this is really one of the unique distinctives of global advance, is that you're not so much about sending missionaries from first world countries to third world countries, but rather igniting leadership in different countries around the globe. Well, that's true, Don. We do believe it's a both-and proposition. It's going to take all of us to fulfill the Great Commission, and we honor every missionary who goes from one culture to another. However, those who are already in the culture, are already sensitive to the needs of the people, uh, are often best positioned to share the gospel with them. And so when we equip national leaders, not only the clergy and churches, but also Christian business persons, the next generation of leaders, uh, empowering women leaders who are often subjugated in many of these countries, even as Christians, uh, this is a tremendous opportunity to see the church enhanced in each of these nations, that they themselves rise up, they take ownership of the Great Commission, and they themselves begin to send out missionaries to other unreached areas. So we've seen this over and over again, and even in this year of pandemic, when many of us have been locked down for a good part of the year, still we are communicating 
with our teams. And I'd, I'd like for Jonathan just to share a little mm-hmm. bit about our national teams that really are more developed and more um, in tune with the entire program of the Ministry of Global Advance, I think, than ever before. You know, it's amazing. We've spent several years now developing in-nation teams of leaders who are on fire and sold out to advance the gospel in in their nation, and they come from different regions of a particular country, but they collaborate together, and they're developing objectives and strategies on how they can most effectively and strategically advance the kingdom of God in their nation. And we, as junior partners... We feel like that's our role. We're yeah. the junior partner in mission. We come but, alongside and help deliver that. But you guys are doing an incredible job training people. And I know, David, you have leaders come in and you spend time individually with them. Jonathan, you both have traveled to, as you mentioned, uh, in your case, 60 countries. And David, how many for you? 72. 72. Oh, my. You guys are so far ahead of me, we won't even count. Um, I think about, though, this distinctive of working with people Uh, who are in country and in the culture and Mm -hmm. speak the language. And uh, it's just an amazing thing. Uh, This time last year, I had the privilege of being with Mission India in their Pastors and Christian Leaders Conference. Mm -hmm. We had over 1,500 people uh, in the conference from all over India and Sri Lanka and Nepal and different places like that. And all of these are people who speak the language. They don't have to have the level of support from here. You can learn more at globaladvance.org, and we'll come back with more on Encouragement Live. Do you feel the need to talk with a Christian counselor about the fear or anxiety you may be experiencing due to the current crisis? This is Don Hawkins, and I'd like to suggest that you check into Faithful Counseling a secure online Christian counseling service that can provide you with the help and hope you need to deal with your pressures and feelings at this time. With Faithful Counseling, you can log into your account at any time, send a message to your counselor, or schedule a video or telephone conference. Financial aid is available, and you can learn more when you visit MyFaithfulCounsel.com. Faithful Counseling will match you with a Christian professional who's just right for you. To get started, you may visit My Faithful Counsel, spelled C-O-U-N-S-E-L dot com. That's MyFaithfulCounsel.com. In the third world, babies and orphanages often lie unchanged on urine-soaked covers. Hearts of Love International has designed a specialized cloth diaper for orphan babies, which can be worn and washed many times, making for happier and healthier little ones. Will you be a part of the solution to this horrific problem? Please visit heartsofloveintl.com and click on the donate page to support this vital ministry. That's heartsofloveintl.com. When you need to consider independent or assisted living or memory care for a parent or spouse, Restoration Senior Living provides a distinctively Christian setting with the most stringent quality care. Restoration's innovative program addresses the medical, emotional, and spiritual dimensions, leading to an enhanced quality of life. You can learn more at restorationsl.com. That's restorationsl.com. We're back on Encouragement Live. Don Hawkins, 
David Shibley, Jonathan Shibley along with me. Our toll-free number, 855-586-LIFE. And if you'd like to tell us what you're thankful for, or perhaps you have something we can pray with you and for you about, we would love to do that, 855-586-5433, as we seek to provide some encouragement and time of thanksgiving uh, as we face uh, Thanksgiving coming right up here. Uh, this has been a difficult time. David, you've already alluded to the spike in the coronavirus. Latest statistics, over 55 million cases diagnosed worldwide, 1.3 million deaths. And what is it, 250,000 deaths here in the United States now, I believe? It's certainly serious and, and of course, tragically growing by the day. But it's so important for us, Don, to have a proper perspective. This too shall pass. Now, I know that Mm. many families have uh, paid very dearly and some have lost their precious loved ones. But let me just share a story that I I think is going to really encourage a lot of people. There was a pastor by the name of Martin Rinkhart, and he lived during the Thirty Years' War of 1618 to 1648, He was a pastor in Eilenburg in Saxony, and the little town was severely attacked three times, and still it served as a haven for refugees. There was intense famine and pestilence all around, including in that town. And for some time, Martin Rinkhart was the only clergyman in that entire area because the others had died. And in the great pestilence of 1637, Rinkhart sometimes would officiate at up to 50 funerals, mass funerals, Mm. in a single day. And yet, Don, in the middle of that horrendous circumstance, here are the words he wrote. It's a hymn that many of us will sing this week in Thanksgiving. Now thank we all our God (laughs) with hearts and hands and voices who wondrous things has done, in whom his world rejoices, who from our mother's womb has blessed us on our way with countless gifts of love that still are ours today. That was written in the most horrific of circumstances, and we can still have that same hope that Rinkert had today anchored in the Lord Jesus Christ. And you mentioned that concept of hope, and that's something a lot of people, Jonathan, have really found diminished during this uh, COVID-19 and with all of the other circumstances that have happened, losses of jobs, losses of lives, losses of health, uh, people hospitalized, those kinds of things. In reality, the gospel message is a message of hope. Uh, Help us understand what's the essence of the good news of the gospel. You know, it's interesting that the climate that we're in, there's a new acronym. I don't know if you're familiar with it. It's called VUCA, V-U-C-A, for all the volatility, the uncertainty, the complexity, and the ambiguity. Had not heard that. But. That, that we're living in, and we're living in this all this VUCA. But yet, in the middle of that, the essence of the gospel is this, that, that God says, I, Jesus said, I will never leave you. I'll yeah. never forsake you. Yeah. And, you know, he, he is ever-present. And when you get a glimpse of what eternity really is, this life is such a small part. And God says, I'll be with you during this life, but this isn't all there is. Yeah. It's going to get a lot better. Yeah. 
And and of all the seasons, 2020 is a year when it's so imperative to know for certain that you have trusted Christ as your Savior. Uh, the good news of the gospel is found in 1 Corinthians 15, 3 and 4. Christ died for our sins. The pandemic of sin is a reality, mm-hmm. but ultimately the uh, cure, the vaccine, is the yes. gospel when you come to trust Christ as your Savior. And David, that's such a simple message, and yet many times people try to complicate it with religious activities or other things. You know, the great uh, preacher Charles Spurgeon said, if I know anything about the gospel, I think it boils down to the word substitution, Mm. where Jesus took upon himself all of our sins. Scripture says, he who knew no sin literally became sin in our behalf. Every thought, every wrong action, every uh, uh, evil desire, all of that was placed. In fact, the the Hebrew word is smashed. Mm. The Lord has smashed upon him the iniquity of us all. That happened at the cross, as you said, Don, when he took our sins upon himself as our substitute, uh, what theologians call vicarious atonement, Mm -hmm. in our place. And then he rose again three days later, and that's the great hope. Jesus said, because I live, you're going to live also. And uh, that tremendous hope we have tonight in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so I I, I want to say to those who are suffering, perhaps you yourself have been inflicted with this uh, terrible virus, or you're suffering because you know uh, precious loved ones who have. Jesus Christ is our unchanging hope. He is our anchor. We are going to get through this, and the grace of God is going to take us ultimately safely home when we turn from our sins and place our trust in what Jesus did in our behalf. Our substitute took our sins upon himself. And I'm telling you, that's good news. Yeah. And of all the reasons to be thankful, that certainly is number one. Speaking of that good news, I want to mention your podcast, Good News Friday, yes. uh, which came out yesterday and comes out every Friday. And uh, your tagline on that is, "There's that's Good News Friday and every day. And every day. And the gospel is good news every day that ends in a Y. Keep, uh, <laughs> keep that in mind. That's true. And uh, I have an acronym, Jonathan, uh, an acronym, I guess you would put it. Uh, you gave us VUCA, which I had not heard, V-U-C-A. And uh, mine is S-P-P-T, and I'm not sure how you'd pronounce that. But it, someone gave this to me years ago, and it really expresses the gospel. S for sins, P for penalty, P for paid, and T for trust. trust. We've all sinned and come it short is. of the glory of God, Romans 3.23. The penalty for sin is death, Romans 6.23. It's paid, Romans 5.8. God commended his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, mm-hmm. Christ died for us. And then to trust in him. Whosoever will call on the name of the Lord will be saved, Romans 10, 13. And friend, tonight, we've had people on the air before who've called in and prayed with us to receive Christ on the program, and I can't think of anything that I'd give more thanks for tonight than to have someone do that. David, I have a suspicion you and Jonathan feel the same way. Absolutely. And you know, the good news is, 
the hopeful thing is yes. that we don't have to have all our stuff together to come to Jesus. Right. He doesn't require that of us. He just says, come as you are. Come just like you are. Yeah, so uh, free that he is. There's so many uh, accounts in the New Testament of people. I think of the woman at the well. I think of Mary Magdalene. Uh, you know, I think of even Simon Peter and and uh, Andrew and, and uh, Peter saying, depart from me, I'm a sinful man. And yet Jesus welcomed him, and even after he had failed. And, you know, we may be talking to someone tonight who's trusted Christ, who's really gone off the rails spiritually and yeah. away from the Lord and and feeling like I've sinned in such a terrible way that God can't do anything uh, to bring me back, that I can't come back. And I think of David, who was guilty of adultery and of murder to cover it up. And yet God loved him, and ultimately the epitaph over David was he was a man after God's own heart. God forgave him, Psalm right. 32, Psalm 51, mm-hmm. giving us that great account. David, what would you say to that person who's away from the Lord tonight? I would say what Jesus says, come to me, all you who work so hard, all of you who are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Jesus said, take my yoke upon you, learn of me. My yoke is easy. My burden is light. And part of the reason why some struggle so uh, so terribly is because they're kicking against the goads of God's love for them hmm. and God's will for them. God's will for them is to be united with him and to walk with him in fellowship. Let's not forget who the thief is in all of this. Hmm. Let's not be blaming this pandemic on God. Jesus said the thief is the devil. He, right. He's the one who has come to steal and to kill and destroy. But the Lord said, I am come that you might have life and might have it more abundantly. And Don, I'll never forget years ago when I was in the Philippines, I, uh, uh, I was in Manila, some of the worst traffic in the world. And I was to go to a workshop across town and I finally hailed down a taxi, jumped in the first available taxi I could, told the driver uh, the address, realized I had about a 30-minute trip. I was sit- sitting in the back seat, but I had eye contact with the driver because of the, the rearview mirror. And most Filipino taxi drivers, at least in Manila, speak English. And so I thought, well, I got a captive audience here. I'm going to share the gospel with this guy. And as I began to share the good news of Christ with this taxi driver, I saw that his eyes began to moisten, and he began to uh, have tears down his face. He asked for permission to stop the car. I said, well, sure. Hmm. He parked the car, turned around, and he said, "Uh, I'm on the last hour of my shift. He said, I've been driving through the streets of Manila all night long. And he said, I don't know if I read this phrase somewhere in a, in a book or if I heard it on the radio or whatever, but he said, there's this phrase that's been going over and over in my heart all today, and, and my heart's been crying out. The phrase is, born again. Mm. And he said, I've been crying out in my heart, God, would you please put someone in this cab who could tell me how I could be born again? It'd be so great to get a second shot at life. Yeah. And what a joy it was to share the gospel with that man, pray with him, watch him as he turned from his sins and, re- and received Christ into his life, watched him as his countenance literally changed, mm, yeah. and he became a new creation in Christ. And I'm watching the guy <laughs> drive down the road after he dropped me off, and I thought, Lord, you're so serious about this. You will take me halfway around the world and sovereignly 
plop me down in just the right cab at just the right time for one desperate person who is looking for you. Now, Don, that's how much God loves yeah. people, and that's how much he loves that one who's listening to us tonight. And friend, we would love to talk with you about that and share with you how you can be absolutely sure if your time came this year or next year that you would know that when you died, you'd go straight to heaven into the presence of the Lord. The number to call is 855-586-LIFE. That's 855-586-5433. And by the way, this program and other programs will be available as podcasts at masterlifecoach.org. We're grateful for our partnership with the Master Life Coach Training Institute, and you can find out more about becoming a Christian life coach, a faith-based life coach, at that same website where you'll find the podcast of this program with David and Jonathan Shibley, as well as previous programs. And uh, we're so grateful for the privilege again. Our number once more as we go to break, 855-586-LIFE. And if you'd like to learn more about Global Advance, the web address, globaladvance.org. Think about supporting them at this season of the year. I think fear is part of the situation today. Dr. Tom Schof of the Hope Speaks Clinic. A change in mood for the worse, meaning sad or low, often there's low self-esteem. There'll be fatigue, change in energy, change in sleep pattern or sleep quality, change in appetite, potential change in concentration for the worse. To schedule a Zoom appointment with one of the Hope Speaks Christian professionals, you may call 972-669-1733. That's 972-669-1733. If you've sensed God's call in your life to provide direction and encouragement to others, Christian Life Coaching may be just the tool for you. The Master Life Coach Training Institute has developed an online training program that provides a solid, biblical, and practical foundation with 14 fundamental coaching skills. Learn more at masterlifecoach.org. That's masterlifecoach.org. Life Coaching, a tool for making a difference. When you need to consider independent or assisted living or memory care for a parent or spouse, Restoration Senior Living provides a distinctively Christian setting with the most stringent quality care. Restoration's innovative program addresses the medical, emotional, and spiritual dimensions, leading to an enhanced quality of life. You can learn more at restorationsl.com. That's RestorationSL.com. Medicare Advantage puts it all in one package. Medicare Authority, Calvin Shulock. We did the math on it. Over a 20-year period, a husband and wife being on a Medicare Advantage with a zero premium can save eighty dollars to $100,000 in future premium costs. To find out how you can benefit from Medicare during the enrollment period, you can contact Calvin and his team at 800-843-7253 or visit MedicarePlansOffice.com. Welcome back to Encouragement Live. Our toll-free number is 855-586-LIFE. Here again is your host, Don Hawkins author of Master Discipleship Today. And what a privilege tonight to have Dr. David Shibley and his son Jonathan Shibley, both of them involved in the Ministry of Global Advance, Uh, David the founder, Jonathan now the president. 
And Jonathan, I'd like to find out what has impacted you the most or what experience has had the most impact from you uh, in your years now, your decade of leadership at Global Advance. You know, I'm, I'm in my 21st year now serving with Global Advance. And growing up, I have to admit, I never would have thought that I would yeah. be working alongside my dad. And uh, we traveled together. I went with him for the first time in 1998 mm. to a war-torn nation, Democratic Republic of Congo. Wow. And we, uh, I saw with my own eyes, there were 2,000 pastors and leaders that Global Advance had convened from all over that nation. And when I began to see the fervency of prayer of these men and women of God who were crying out to God for their nation and how they were soaking in the training yeah. like a sponge, it really impacted me deeply. And I knew that this was a very effective strategy to advance the gospel. And just deep in my heart, after that trip, I heard the Lord just kind of whisper, Jonathan, this is what I want you to do. Yeah. I want you to come serve alongside your father and help take yeah. this to another level. And praise God for the opportunity. I wish we had a camera on your dad while you were sharing that story. His smile was as wide as the state of Texas. And uh, David, I know that brings joy to your heart to hear Jonathan share that account. You know, the Apostle Paul said, I don't have any greater joy than to know that my children are walking in the yeah. truth. Third John 2, yes. And to have, or John, that's right. And to have the privilege of uh, serving alongside Jonathan in uh, a ministry of serving the body of Christ mm, worldwide, yeah. and particularly leaders in the developing world. Uh, this has been a, a great joy of my life. I never really prayed for it. It was too far beyond mm. what I even dared to yeah. pray. And yet our Lord, who uh, delights to do exceeding abundantly above what we yeah. ask or think, has uh, given me this wonderful privilege. And I know one the of years. the things you're bound to be thankful for, David, is the extent to which global advance has impacted the globe. Did you dream back when you were first launching this ministry, you and Naomi, that you would touch as many people in as many countries? We knew that it was going to have global ramifications. We didn't know exactly how far the reach would be. But we knew that it was going to be a great commission ministry to get the gospel to the world and to make disciples of all the nations. Uh, but that has taken tremendous definition. It continues to expand year by year. I'd like for Jonathan just to share uh, some things this year, even though we haven't been able to travel I believe we're we have a tighter relationship mm -hmm. with our leadership worldwide yeah. than ever before. Yeah. Thank God for Zoom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no doubt. Thank God for technology. But yes. you know, I want to piggyback. You know, it was on that first trip that I took with Dad. Now, yeah. twenty-two years ago, he made a statement. He said, "You know, if I had another life to give to fulfill the Great Commission, he said, I think I'd give it to the rebuilding of economic infrastructure of nations." And yeah. God began to speak to my heart about his heart for the marketplace hmm, yep. around the world as well. And it was something that not many people were doing in missions. What about believers who are called to the marketplace, entrepreneurs, business professionals, especially in developing nations? Yeah. And so God gave us an opportunity to raise up really an army now of kingdom-minded leaders that are serving God in the marketplace in developing nations around the world. And it's just been so incredible. We want to start Kingdom Business Networks. Yeah globally to serve the body of Christ. What a great concept, because this leads to support. 
for mm-hmm. ministry. And that way, even those uh, national ministers are, are not dependent on the stewardship of God's people, which sometimes, especially in times like these, can decline. Uh, the reality is this can help to sustain that ministry. That's ab- absolutely right. And you know, I, we have business people that are in Pakistan, for instance, mm-hmm. who are helping fund gospel work in unreached villages, Yeah, S- guys in the city that have a heart to see the gospel go to the furthest places, to the unreached. Yeah. And so through business and sustainable businesses, they're able to help support that. Yeah, and just think of all the people who are suffering uh, in far worse way than we are suffering here in the United States. I think we have friends in India and Pakistan yeah. and other places, and many of them are, are just in terrible circumstances. You know, this, especially this year, uh, yeah. earlier this year, especially when the lockdowns began to happen all over the world, all of a sudden there was major food shortage crises. And so that was one way that we were able to step in. We had boots on the ground in these yeah. nations, and we provided tens of thousands of, of, of families meals, uh, two weeks supply of meals. And uh, that was just one tangible way that we were able to be a part of that effort. And tangible is, is a great way to further the gospel, David. In fact, uh, in, in many ways, I think of uh, Jesus' words, if you've given a cup of, co- uh, of cold water, not a cup of coffee, cup of cold water in my name, you'll in no wise lose your reward. And we have seen that over and over again. And I, I believe the Lord has just sovereignly placed us with some of the finest uh, servant leaders in the body of Christ in the entire world. Our national teams are made up of men and women who are all out for Jesus and all out for the gospel. And they're serving their nations and they're serving uh, their national uh, agendas of getting the gospel to their nation. Uh, we, we have been so thrilled to be part of the process Jonathan uh, can share in a little more detail on this, but helping them uh, really define national strategies for the advance of the gospel. Yeah, so we, we, we've been teaching these indigenous leaders the whole concept of developing what is an objective that God has put on your heart, mm-hmm. and then write the vision down, and then what are key ways that you can see, you know, if, if you knew that the needle was moving, yeah, uh, we call them key results. And mm-hmm. so they come, these teams come up with these objectives and key results, and then that informs us of how we will serve them to advance the gospel in their own nation. There's a lot of detail on this at globaladvance.org. If you'd like to visit their website, that would be a great thing. If you'd like to support their ministry, some of you do year-end giving. Uh, you can find a place to give on their website as well, globaladvance.org. And if you have something you'd like to talk with us about, you'd like to share what you're thankful for, you have a question perhaps about the ministry, The number is 855-586-LIFE. That's 855-586-5433. The pandemic has been devastating in a lot of ways. And and yet in many ways, as Jonathan, you said earlier, uh, the gospel, the spread of the gospel has been facilitated by the technology. Talk a little bit about how you guys have used technology, especially during this year. You know, it's amazing, Don. Uh, you can go into developing nations and even into villages, and they may uh, be lacking a lot of things, but many of them have mobile phones. 
and it's uh, sometimes shocking to see that. Yeah. But thank God for yeah, they live in a little village, a little hut, and they have a the latest uh, iPhone or mobile phone. Yeah. And so we've been using technology like Zoom and Microsoft Teams to, uh, we're literally every week, every day, we're talking to leaders on the ground. We're praying with them. We're encouraging mm-hmm. them. Sometimes time zone differences are a little bit of a challenge, yes. but but uh, we've got prayer teams, global prayer teams that are praying for one another. People in Sri Lanka praying for leaders in Afghanistan. Wow. People in India who are praying for the gospel's advance in Africa. It's just a beautiful thing to see. Yeah, it's a wonderful thing when the technology brings people together from diverse cultures, from diverse places. And uh, I was talking with someone the other day about my experience in India last year and being able to uh, Zoom conference with mm-hmm. some pastors, David, this year, and not having to spend 20 hours on an airplane. Yeah, it's an amazing thing. Uh, what you were talking about, the many different cultures and ethnicities, uh, in heaven, it would have been very easy for the Lord to just kind of homogenize everything and uh, maybe turn all of us purple or whatever when <laughs> yeah. we get to heaven. But yet John, prophetically, when he looked into heaven and saw the completed body of Christ, he said, I saw distinct tribes, people out of every ethnicity, every tribe, every language, uh, ethno-linguistic groups, we would call them today. So God wants to get glory from every expression of that glory coming from every tribe, every people, every nation, the nuance of praise and glory to God is beautifully different in every one of these tribal groups. And God said, I deserve it all. I'm yep. going to receive it all and from great, every tribe and nation. What a great picture of the tapestry of God's creation. Absolutely. The number is 855-586-LIFE. We'll take a call from David listening in Macon, Georgia tonight. David, welcome to the program. You're on the air with us. Go ahead. Yes, sir. How are you guys doing? I have a problem. I have a a serious addiction problem. God has blessed me through this COVID COVID, um, crisis to make plenty of money. I'm I'm a carpenter, a one carpenter. But every time I get the money, I I have this terrible addiction that I, I, I just blew all my money. And I've been praying and begging the Lord to send me somebody to help me. Pray for me. Some, I want some strong prayer warriors, people that, that, that dedicated just to help me break this addiction. David, you've called the right place because we have a team of prayer warriors who will be praying for you. But there are also some steps that you need to take. And David Shibley, I know you've talked with many people who've struggled with various addictions. What counsel would you have for David in Georgia? David, I know that uh, this has a, a, been a tough road for you. But I want you to know that Jesus Christ is stronger than any addiction that anyone faces, including the addiction that you have faced. Uh, God, by his power, I am just speaking to you now, brother, a word of faith that God, by his power, is going to break this addiction in your life. The Bible says we're to constantly be looking to Jesus, the author and the perfecter of our faith. The Holy Spirit of God lives inside you if you have received Christ as your Lord and Savior. And I am going to believe the Lord with you right now. Scripture says if two or three agree as touching anything that they ask in my name, it will be given to them. So, David, you agree in prayer right now. Yes, there are steps to take. You're going to have to ground yourself in the Word of God. You're going to have to uh, declare 
the Word of God over your life. You're going to have to stand against the temptation. And here's an encouragement. The Bible says there's no temptation, including the addiction that you have, Hmm. no temptation that has taken you, but such as is common to man. And God is faithful, who will, along with the temptation, make a way to escape so that you will be able to bear it. And so let me just pray for you right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask you together, all of the prayer team here in the studio and the many who are listening across the country, rise up now, Lord, and break the addiction in David's life. Give him freedom. The Son of God sets him free tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We'll be right back. Isaiah 40 tells of the ministry of John the Baptist to clear the way for the coming of the Lord Jesus. In the 21st century, Path Clearer Ministries, established by Dr. Tom Dooley, is clearing the way for others to follow an effective ministry to glorify Christ. The focus is on fostering biblical leadership and partnering with ministries of like purpose to maximize global kingdom influence. To learn more, visit pathclearer.com. Dr. Frank Minner was a pioneer in Christian counseling, and I had the privilege of working with him for several years. Christian psychiatrist Dr. Tom Schof of the Hope Speaks Clinic in suburban Dallas. Since God called Frank home, I've had the privilege of carrying on his legacy through what is now the Hope Speaks Clinic. I'm looking for Christian psychiatrists, psychologists, and therapists who would be willing to join me in carrying on Dr. Minner's legacy, providing biblically-based and clinically professional care. Hope Speaks is dedicated to promoting growth and achievement for an improved quality of life while protecting the rights, dignity, and privacy of each client. The scope of care varies for those who want help with emotional, physical, and spiritual issues. To learn more about working with Dr. Schof and his team of Christian professionals at Hope Speaks Clinic, visit hopespeaks.com slash opportunity. That's hopespeaks.com slash opportunity. Medicare Advantage puts it all in one package. Medicare Authority, Calvin Shulock. We did the math on it. Over a 20-year period, a husband and wife being on a Medicare Advantage with a zero premium can save eighty dollars to $100,000 in future premium costs. To find out how you can benefit from Medicare during the enrollment period, you can contact Calvin and his team at 800-843-7253 or visit MedicarePlansOffice.com. As we come back from our break, we were talking with David in Macon, Georgia, and uh, David Chibley had just prayed with him. And Jonathan, you have some thoughts to share with him about some essentials in terms of responsibility and accountability and encouragement that would be helpful for David. Well, David, I just hope you feel God's love and our love for you, and there's no condemnation uh, to those who are in Christ Jesus, and yeah. uh, we want to just encourage you, though, that you know we're we're all we can't stand alone when we face these types of battles, and to reach out to a strong local church who's near. I know there's wonderful churches yeah. there in Macon, Georgia, and your area, 
and get the support that you need, whether it's counseling, it might be a a specific group like an AA or someone. Yeah, that accountability group uh, can be so important because, and it's like a two-edged sword, Jonathan, encouragement on the one side, accountability on the other side, and those are both essential. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're not, we're not designed to, to fight our battles by ourselves. No. And that's one of the neat things about this radio program, David, is that we have the opportunity to reach out to people like David who may feel all alone in their addiction, in their struggle, and to know that they're not alone. And I think of the hundreds, thousands of people who may be listening right now, both in the United States and around the world, uh, who will be praying for David because they heard his story too. Yes, and David, I, I just want to encourage you as well. If the Son of God sets you free, you will be free indeed. And Paul said to stand in the liberty with which Christ makes us free And don't be entangled again with the yoke of bondage. The Spirit of God within you is greater than the one who is in the world. Yes, the tug is real. Yes, the addiction is real. But the power of Christ and the blood of Christ Mm. is greater, stronger, and it will break every addiction. So we're for you. By the way, David, if you'll just go to the Global Advance website, you can communicate with us. Just uh, send me a note. I'd be happy to send you a book on uh, steps of walking with Christ called Now That You Are His. And uh, we're for you. We're praying for you. And I'm going to carry you on my heart this week. And I, I believe that you're going to be calling this program back in weeks ahead, mm-hmm. giving a testimony of the power of Christ to break this addiction. And we're looking life. looking forward to that, excited about that, David. And uh, all of us, the three of us on the air, the team all gathered here on the various uh, stations and networks around the country and around the world, people praying for you. So know that you are not alone. And most of all, the Lord Jesus, who said, I am with you always, as Jonathan quoted, even to the end of the earth. And it may be some of you are feeling very much alone during this time. Uh, I think, Jonathan, this is a time when a lot of people are feeling that loneliness. And uh, perhaps that's uh, one of the real challenges of the Thanksgiving and Christmas season. What would you say to someone who's struggling in that area? Yeah, the, the holidays in particular tend to, to bring out memories. Those that have maybe lost loved ones or, or who have faced very difficult relationship issues that maybe uh, there was a separation of some sort. But, uh, you know, I want you to know that God, he's close to the brokenhearted. Yeah. And when we're contrite in heart and spirit, the Lord, that is such a posture where the Lord is, wants to step in and meet us right at that place, right at that place of brokenness. And there is hope. And I just want to encourage those who are listening tonight to really press in to the Lord. There's something special about this season when mm, yeah. we remember Jesus and, and we look to the hope of the, the, coming, the Messiah who came and who will come again one day. And uh, there's, hope, there's people around, all around, brothers and sisters in Christ, who are looking for those who need hope. And we want to share that. And I was just thinking about the importance of sharing the gospel with friends and family members. David, at Christmas time, uh, it's a really opportune time, and Thanksgiving as well, uh, for us to to take advantage of the time to share the good good news of Jesus Christ. Absolutely, and I love here in the United States with our Thanksgiving holiday, how it weaves seamlessly into the Advent season. And I think the verse that ties it all together is the verse that says, thanks be to God for Mm. his 
indescribable gift. Oh, yes. The gift of the Lord Jesus Christ. So as we kick off with uh, Thanksgiving this week, and I realize that our uh, meetings with family are going to be limited because of uh, the pandemic this year, yet there is so much to be thankful for. A thankful heart, just as we heard uh, the words of the great hymn by Martin Rinkhart, Thank we all our God. And as we give thanks in general for all that he has done, then we enter in a very specific way to see the greatest gift of all, that God became a man. God was in Mm -hmm. Christ, reconciling the world to himself. And, oh, you're right, Don, what an opportune season to just, as uh, Rick Warren's dad would always encourage him, Put in a good word for Jesus, and uh, this is a great time of year to do exactly that. You know, I'm thinking of those of us who are in the workplace every day, and we're around people, and a Mm, lot of times, you know, uh, the the word Colossians 4 says, pray pray for us that God may open a door for the message. What a great reminder. And and the same thing in Ephesians chapter 6, Jonathan, a very similar reminder. And uh, Paul said, we need your prayer. Romans 15, he Mm -hmm. also asked for prayer Mm -hmm. for ministry. We can pray for each other. And another thing that I've been thinking about a lot today and yesterday uh, is that This is a season, because of all the adversity, that we may become bitter or we may even engage in what the Old Testament used to call murmuring or griping or complaining. And it's really the antithesis of thanksgiving. How do we move out of that attitude? If some of us maybe have been convicted by the fact that we've done some of that, how do we move from that to a spirit of thanksgiving? I think it's very simple. We just humble ourselves back before the Lord mm. and and begin to just ask God, Lord, renew in me that, that heart of gratitude. And God will begin to change your own thought process and yeah. your perspective when you really get a sense of the truth of the gospel, how none of us deserve the goodness of God yeah. and how he's lavished on us his grace and his mercy. And those of us who are in the United States, I'm, I'm telling you, as someone who's traveled all over the world, this is still the best country in the world. <laughs> we have so be many benefits here. And, and David, you mentioned earlier some of the chaos and the unrest and uncertainty in our country. And, and perhaps some of us need to be praying for revival and starting with ourselves. Second uh, Chronicles 7.14 says we humble ourselves mm-hmm. first, then we pray. Seek God's face and turn from evil ways. I don't want to be too controversial here tonight, Don, but I believe that that is even the greater agenda of God, mm-hmm. is a great sweep of his spirit, a, a great new spiritual awakening. Certainly we need to be praying for God's will to ultimately be accomplished in uh, the election of the president and in the other contested elections and runoffs that are still uh, out there. Mm. However, all of this is working towards something, and that is the will of God. God is not desirous for anyone to perish, but for everyone to come to repentance. And I believe there's going to be a great surge, gospel surge, in uh, this Christmas season, Mm -hmm. this Advent season, and I'm very encouraged by that. I just want to urge all of us as followers of Jesus, let's give what Scripture calls the sacrifice of praise. Even if uh, it goes against your uh, emotions at the moment, just begin to worship the Lord, honor Him for who He is. He says, I'm the Lord. I don't 
change. There's a good place to start mm-hmm. right there. Yeah. You're unfailing, you're unchanging, and Lord, we praise you for that. And as we begin to praise the Lord, our whole constitution spiritually, uh, internally begins to change, yeah. and we see that God is up to something really wonderful in our time. What a privilege to yes. live uh, right now. We are going to get on the other side of this and the gospel's still going to be there. The Great Commission's still going to be there. And let's give ourselves to those things that are eternally hmm. important. I was thinking about Lamentations in Jeremiah. Yeah. The third chapter of Lamentations mm-hmm. has such a litany of complaints. Uh, Jeremiah says, I'm the man who's seen affliction, and God's mm-hmm. been hard on me, and things are really bad. And he goes through this whole uh, list of and it was a terrible time in right. Israel, just a devastating time. Yeah. And then in verse about 19 or 20, mm-hmm. he says, this I recall to mind, therefore I have hope. Amen. It is of the, the Lord's, Lord's mercies, mercies, loyal love, that we, that, uh, we are not consumed because right. his compassions fail, fail not. not. They right. are new Every morning, great is your faithfulness. Amen. That's something we can lean on. You know, we may do Thanksgiving differently this year. We may be on Zoom or uh, one of the other technology platforms to visit with relatives. We may not be jumping on airplanes and going places, and that may be a good thing. But on the other hand, what an opportunity for us to turn these adverse times, uh, Jonathan, into times of thanksgiving. Absolutely. And gratitude is always the posture where God mm. comes into yeah. the situation. That's yeah. true. And it gets us back above the sun, like Solomon talked about, yeah. and seated with Christ in the heavenly places. Yeah. We have so much to be thankful for. And, yes. you know, I would just encourage every believer, uh, we are going to be in some kind of communication with a lot of friends and a lot of family over these next several days and weeks. Let's be sensitive to every prompting of the Holy Spirit to make that call, to send yes. that email, to uh, to make that text, and always put in a good word for Jesus. Yes. I believe there's going to be a great spiritual harvest of souls between now and the first of the year. And if you can't remember how to share the gospel, write down that acronym I gave earlier, S-P-P-T. Right. You want to remember sin. We've all sinned and come short of God's glory. The penalty for sin is death. But the good news is the gift of God, the payment for the penalty, was made by Jesus Christ when uh, he died on the cross for us and then rose again to guarantee that if we placed our trust in him, we would receive that gift of everlasting life. And tonight, if you've not done that, I want to use these last seconds of this broadcast to encourage you to make that commitment right now, to say, Lord Jesus, I admit that I'm a sinner and can't save myself. I turn from my sin and self and place my trust in you, believing you died for me and rose again. And if you'll do that, let us know. You can reach out to David at uh, his email address or website. What's that web address, David? Globaladvance.org. All right. You can reach Jonathan Orby. Either one. Thank you both for being with us tonight. Thank you. And God bless. Good night from Encouragement Live.